sunset has given away to darkness above the Brisbane Raceway. Stadium lights turned on hours ago, bathing the racetrack in a bright, artificial white light. In the corner of her vision, Hez's AR display turns from green to red, indicating her time is up. I sighed, pull my bike to the edge of the truck. I take out my comlink and I look for the nearest first aid class tomorrow. Hez finds a first aid class starting at noon, just outside of downtown San Francisco. It's a one-day course teaching CPR and basic medkit proficiency. I open a group call with everyone. Hello? Hi, Trigger. Hey, Hez. Is Kurt with you? Yeah, he's right here. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to Hez. How do I... Say hi to Hez here. Hey, Hez. Now we're just waiting on Jet. I have news for you all. I'm here. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad you're all here. I found a first aid class that we can all take tomorrow. Oh, great. That means I could bleed less. Are you all available tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, where should we meet? I'm going to send you all the address. The class is at noon. Perfect. We'll be there. We'll have to start leaving the apartment about 11 o'clock to climb all down the stairs, but, you know, we'll be there on time. Can't wait for your housewarming. <laughs> all right. Everyone have a good night, then. Hey, hey, Jet. Hey, um, I've been, I've been trying to learn more about this first aid stuff on my own, and I guess I'm having some trouble. This isn't easy for me to ask, but I guess I'm asking for your help. Are you asking me to teach you? Yeah, I'm asking you to teach me, yes. Yes, yes, I'd love to, yes. Can I come over to your place before the class tomorrow? For a moment, I think to myself, I don't want to put anyone at home in danger. Do you have an alternate place, Jet? Let's meet at the Civic Center Library. Sure, that sounds great. When would you like to meet, Jet? Can we do tomorrow morning, 9 a.m., at the library? Yes, I'll meet you there. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. As I contemplate this, I can feel my mouth widen into a grin. Hez pockets her comlink, puts on her helmet, and begins driving home. Hez hasn't had a pupil since her days in Germany, and she couldn't be more excited to be teaching again. Blue morning sunlight begins to slowly replace the artificial orange streetlight. The city is beginning to come to life around Jet, who has been sitting on the library steps for the past hour looking at books. She was too excited to sleep. Though she never had an opportunity to have a formal education, she has always been curious about the world around her. She sees Hez pull up and park her motorcycle. I see Jet on the stoop of the library. I walk up to her. How are you doing there? Hez sits down next to Jet. Not so great. I'm really glad to see you. How do you want to start this? Do you have a dictionary? No. Okay, well, a dictionary is where you'll find the definition to a lot of the terms that you don't understand, and that way when you're doing your own reading, you don't need me to be there. The library doors unlock. Jet and Hez look over at the doors and stand up. Also, are you keeping notes of any sort as you're reading? Nope. Well, then we'll need to get you a notebook as well. Okay. Jet and Hez enter the library. The entrance opens up into a wide rotunda that goes up several stories. There are information kiosks, trid displays, and hundreds of rows of books. Others who were waiting outside enter and begin setting up at tables. I look around the library room. I notice that some people have gotten up from a table nearby. 
I see a notebook on there, so I just decide to walk up and take it. Jet, Jet, we can just get you one. Don't worry, I'll pay for it. I awkwardly set the notebook back down. I walk up to the shelf and I select a dictionary. I hand it to Jet. The book feels heavy in my hands. I walk over and scan my fake sin to check it out. I watch Jet proudly. They find a table and Hez begins to mentor Jet, filling in the gaps of her street education. Jet learns how to take notes, find information, create mind maps, and use repetition to learn new concepts. Two hours pass as Jet learns how to learn more efficiently. She looks at her comlink and sees that the first aid class will be starting soon. I place the books we've checked out into my backpack. They walk outside and approach Hez's motorcycle. So, Hez, sorry to keep asking for your help. I don't know how to drive one of these things. Can I just hop on the back? Sure, hop right on. We'll go to the class together. Cool. Hez looks left and right before entering traffic. The brisk morning air dances on their clothes as the city awakens around them. Hez and Jet pull into the community center parking lot. Draeger and Kurt are waiting outside, each with their hands deep in their jacket pockets. Their breath is just slightly visible in the cold air. They watch Hez park, walking the motorcycle backwards into a space already occupied by two other bikes. I wait for Jet to get off of the bike and then get off myself. Hey, y'all. I walk over to Kurt and Draeger. Hey, so when do we get to learn how to ride those? When's the next, uh, motor... I, I snap my fingers trying to think of the word. Motorcycle class. I haven't had any time on a bike since training. I could use some time. Have you guys looked for a class for it? You can do that? Yes. We have to teach you how to use your cobbling. I reach over to pat Kurt on the shoulder. No, no, I can use it. I take out my comm link and do a, what I think is a really cool gesture and start trying to use it in front of everybody to impress them. Ah, oh, there he goes. And Kurt, just don't... You gotta be careful. You can't... Just don't drop. drop don't drop it. Kurt's comm link turns off. Uh, <laughs> you'll get better. I meant to do that. I, I just wanted to show you how fast I could turn it off. Everyone outside turns around in unison as the doors open behind them. They walk through a narrow landing and through a short hallway before entering a spacious community area. There are various sizes of medkits on the other side of the room, from the size of a wallet to the size of a briefcase. The instructor at the front is standing behind a fold-out table, organizing some last-minute paperwork. He then grabs a cane and walks out in front of the table, limping in such a way that suggests a non-cyber prosthetic limb. Welcome everyone to MedKits 101 and CPR. My name is Tori. I have several years of being a high threat response doc wagon employee, which ended up leaving me with this prosthetic leg in my new job here. But hey, now I get to teach people how to save lives. Well, thank you for the service, Chummer. Well, hey, you're welcome. Hey, Dorian. You know what they say about teachers, right? Those who can't do, teach. Well, you're right there. I can't do anymore. At least not until I can afford a fancy cyberlim like yours. But I can sure teach you guys. Okay. Dorian glances at Draeger's other arm. It doesn't look comfortable. Wow. Are you okay? That wound looks kind of... 
kind of fresh and red there. Yeah, it's a little tender, you could say. That's why I'm here. You could work on this, right? Yeah, I could take a look at that at the end of the class. That looks pretty bad. (laughs) Yeah, well, we're all here to learn. I mean, this is a live thing, right? Who needs a lab when you got this arm, right? (laughs) Dorian begins the class by teaching CPR principles. When it comes time to practice, Trigger begins administering chest compressions, trying to ignore his injured arm. I press heavily down on the dummy. Oh, oh, good arm. It hurts a little. Oh, yeah, that stings. One, two, three, four. All right, all right. Trigger, was it? Yep. Why don't you sit this one out? I think you get it. Again, let me take a look at that after the class. Okay. Whew. Dorian stands and begins walking to the front of the room while addressing the class. Okay, everybody. Eyes up here. Thanks. Now, what I have here are some standard med kits that you can buy at most med stores and outdoor shops. They come in ratings 1 through 6. The higher the number, the more the med kit knows, and the more supplies it contains. Meaning, more options for treatment, often leading to better, faster recovery. This also means it can understand more sophisticated language. But you need to know exactly what to request in terms it can understand. Come on up and check them out. These are currently loaded with dummy supplies, so you can see how it works. The class approaches the med kits as Dorian gives guidance. As the class comes to a close, Dorian addresses everybody. Okay, so that's it. I think you should all have a pretty solid understanding of how to administer basic first aid in a variety of situations. Your certificates are here on the table. You're all free to go. If anyone wants to stick around, I'll be helping Drager here with his injury. That is, if you're still okay with that. Oh, it's about time. Yeah, that's why I'm here. I think this would be a good idea. The class collects their first aid certificates and exits, walking by Drager, Kurt, Jet, and Hez as they shuffle out of the building. Some stay to watch. Some take a look at Drager's arm as they go. He, we fell down some stairs. We fell down some stairs. Dorian comes in for a closer inspection, putting on rubber gloves and carefully unwrapping Drager's bandages. Fell down some stairs? Yeah. This small circular wound here really shows the stairs shape. You see this entry and exit wound, everybody? That's how you can tell it was stairs. (laughs) (laughs) I look around, concerned that we might get found out. I'm guessing you had some kind of construction accident and are too embarrassed to admit what really happened. It's fine, man. Accidents happen all the time. Dorian tactfully winks at Drager, knowing full well if Drager was an ordinary citizen, evidence of hospital treatment would be present. This looks very much like a bullet wound treated in the backseat of a car with a low-rated med kit. It looks like you received some treatment already. I'm just going to add some anti-scarring ointment, which should speed up recovery time, and then give you some fresh bandages. You'll be good as new in no time. Dorian finishes his treatment, and everybody exits the building. The fog has come in over the city, obscuring the sunset. Sweet, I know how to use a first aid kit. I look at the address Rabrat gave us. I decide to go scope it out. Anybody know what kind of neighborhood this is? This address that Rabrat gave us? Doesn't look familiar. I think I might be able to go in there, though, and check it out unnoticed. I can get back to you guys on the comm link, and we can figure out our next move. All right. All right. I don't like the fact of you going out there by yourself, but if, if you feel you're going to be safe... 
It's fine. That sounds like a good idea, Jet. Except I think I'd like to make a couple of turns around the block as you're there. Yeah. Yeah. You need to have at least one person on backup. Yeah, fine with that. I'd like to see this place for myself. I'm kind of curious, too. I pull up my headscarf to obscure my face, and I walk towards the address. Would you rather I drive you there? We can all go together and then split up when we get close. I don't know if that's such a good idea. I feel like we could be watched, followed. I'd rather just go on foot. Okay, understood. Jet walks towards the direction of the chop shop. Hey guys, I don't like this. She's good at going alone, but I want to see what we're up against. Can I get a ride with you, Drager? Yeah, of course. Let's go. Yeah, I'm gonna head over there too. Let's just keep far apart from each other. Yeah. Okay, and try to keep inconspicuous. I'll park a good distance away and we'll stay in my car while you run donuts around the building on your bike. Alright, I head over to the address, keeping Jet's icon in my AR. The streetlights start to turn on as the mist descends on the city streets. It's chilly outside. Jet reaches in her pocket for some audio-enhancing earbuds she stole long ago. I go across the street from the address and put on my earbuds, and I try to get a listen. The chop shop has an office entrance on the left side of the front of the building, and mechanical sliding bay doors on the right. Above the bay doors, Jet notices a camera watching the front of the building. An orc sitting outside the office entry takes notice of Jet, who isn't quite blending in as much as she thinks, even though she looks homeless. He watches her watching the building for a few minutes, then decides to go over and investigate her. Hey, you! Hey, you over there! Hey! What are you looking at, soft skin? What are you watching us for? If you would like to stay up to date with development of new episodes, Sonic Realms can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, even Google Plus if you're into that sort of thing. And as always, iTunes reviews keep the show alive and help it to be discovered by a wider audience. You could just review the show once, and it will continue to help us for how long? Yep, you guessed it. Forever! Game Mastering and Narration by Paul Greenleaf. Drager is played by Marcus Freeman. Jatangeline is played by Mackenzie Paulus. Kurt is played by Chris Tomaso. Hez is played by Torvald Tempestus. Additional voices by Jefferson Leard. Editing, arrangement, original music, and production by Paul Greenleaf. For more story, character details, production notes, and how to support Sonic Realms, please visit sonicrealmspodcast.com. To learn more about the world of Shadowrun, visit shadowrun.com and shadowruntabletop.com. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to Sonic Realms to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Sonic Realms in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in the podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Sonic Realms podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported and share-like license. If you use any part of the show, please credit Sonic Realms. And hey, thanks for listening.